Oh, oh, he's recording. I am recording. Well done. That's how every good podcast starts, mate. Yeah, mate. Well, of course. Hi. Hi. Are we ready, boys? Oh, we are ready, mate. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Offcast. Probably, I, d- I don't want to like big ourselves up, but probably the best podcast nerves ever seen in, or uh, heard. Nerve, just nerve, mate. I'd say number one podcast in the world. In the world, mate. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, yeah. Big <laughs> <laughs> podcast on nerve. Uh, just got to do the checklist of a. <laughs> <laughs> Our first brand deal, mate. Mention that we're a part of Nerve Podcast. <laughs> that this podcast is brought to you by Nerve Podcast, etc. Tell the listener who you are. I'm Jack. <laughs> um, my name is Burke. Good evening, everybody. My name is Sam. <laughs> and together, we, we are Woff. Woffcast. Woffcast. You can uh, follow us on socials as well. On uh, Twitter, at Woffcast. Um, we can also go onto our main accounts, which is they're linked in the bio. They're yeah. all in the bio. Um, yeah, check it out. But we're here to uh, bring you our take on events that are happening <laughs> in the world. Some events that I don't want to talk about, so we're not going to. <laughs> oh yeah, mate. And uh, what have we been watching recently? Uh, I've been watching uh, the rugby actually this this weekend, Jack. Don't know about you, mate. Um, Wales. What did you think of Wales's game? Um, my, my genuine thoughts on the Wales game. Uh, after after calming down a bit, proud. Uh, you, you look at how many players they're missing. Uh, how close they came. If bloody Patchell doesn't kick, and we just keep the momentum, we get the three points, we get the penalty, rather than South Africa. So to come that close to a walk at final hurts. But... Uh, you just got to look like the state of Welsh rugby, like club club rugby, the uh, regions at the moment is such a mess mm. to even come that close to a World Cup final. No, it's very impressive with the amount the ima- of your population as well compared to other countries. Well, South Africa um, got fifty six million people, mm. and there's no like other dominant sport there. It's just rugby, where in Wales at the moment uh, there's more footballers. So proud. It's just annoying that if we it, the first half like. The, the England-New Zealand game was just... England were very good. I hate, I hate to admit it, but uh, New Zealand were poor. I felt there's too many errors they made that England didn't even capitalise upon. Uh, I think, to be honest, England didn't really get out of second gear. They didn't have to get out of second gear. But Wales-South Africa games, I've watched too many over the years. They're always the most attritional games of rugby. Mm-hmm. Slightly boring to a neutral. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe if we'd been a bit braver... But it's hindsight, isn't it? Like, it was going fine until the last 10 minutes. It was a tight game. Mm-hmm. A penalty kick was always going to decide it. It's tough to get, tough to take. Uh, but, yeah. Going to cry now, but it's fine. Do you, do you think it's almost the end of an era for Welsh rugby with this current crop of players and obviously Warren Gatland? Is he definitely moving on? Or yeah, he's, he's definitely moving on, probably to New Zealand. No, he's got a club job with the Chiefs in New Zealand. Okay, okay. Uh, we've already had our... The weird thing is, uh, you think about how our World Cup started, our attack coach got, sent, Pally, yeah. got sent home. And our new attack coach, uh, Stephen Jones, who will be a part of our... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yum, yum. And Stephen Jones, who will be a part of our new coaching setup. Uh, the way we attacked in the Howley was so boring, but uh, and I, I was really hopeful that, <coughs> pardon me, that Stephen Jones would 
make it a more attacking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he realised he didn't have enough time to change it under Gatlin's tactics. So basically we had a new new attacking coach trying to coach the old way, and that just didn't help, no. which meant our attack was a bit blunted. But then again, injuries and stuff. Like uh, I felt George North, he'd been quiet all World Cup. First 20, 30 minutes of the South African game, finally got the ball, finally looked dangerous. Hamstring goes, his World Cup over. But uh, I, I'm hopeful... Uh, weirdly enough it's not a too old a squad it's only about average age of 27 but uh, at the end of the day the Welsh depth is like 15 players like mm-hmm. you have one or two outside of it so no matter what the manager's going to have to use older players you can't like England or like New Zealand well not New Zealand England, Australia, South Africa if the current crop isn't working you can kind of just wipe away because you've got so many more players to pick mm-hmm. from but uh, it's a shame to see Gatlin go. Uh, I think as a manager of like an underdog, he's perfect. Perfect for a country like Wales. Uh, Resource-wise, we should be able to compete with Australia, South Africa, France, England. But for the past 12 years, probably say in the Northern Hemisphere, we're one of the best teams, if not the best team. In the last 10 years? 12 years of the Gatlin, yeah. Could you argue... You know, how many grand slams, how many six nations? Didn't, didn't reach a World Cup final, though. That's always going to be hanging over him. His yeah, legacy, obviously brilliant, as it is, never managed to reach that World Cup final. But he did He did manage to dump with a third-choice scrum half on the wing, England out of the very World Cup. And, like That injury crisis was awful. Oh, um, no, very true. That, that World Cup was an absolute shambles for England. But um, uh, 2011, uh, 2011 still hurts more because of the, the red card for Warburton. Warburton, which. Yep. I still don't think it was a red. I think it was just one of those things, isn't it? Like depends on what referee you get on the day. Mm-hmm. What I always liked about that is that Gatland and Warburton never came out and said it wasn't a red. They just accepted it. Whilst That's rugby in general. Usually, you don't get many complaints about the officiating. People are very respectful. But I just think I think especially the, the three major things that like hurt Wales overall was firstly Rob Howley. That whole drama just doesn't bode well. Uh, then the warm-up games. There's no point playing England twice and no, that Ireland twice. No, was pointless. Uh, it was pretty much impossible for us to get Ireland. No offence to Ireland. They've never got past the quarter-final. And like, who they're going to run into was either South Africa or New Zealand. And they weren't in the best form of, of their... Kind yeah, of... so there was no point playing Ireland twice because we weren't going to play them. And you play England and Ireland once every year at least. Like... There's no point. Like all we gained out of it was Anscombe got an injury, which meant we had to rely on Patchell. And we you know how that ended against because we went through the entire six stations. If you remember of the uh, uh, at nine, Anscombe would play the first like sixty, and then bring bigger on for mm-hmm. twenty. Worked brilliantly. That just went to pot. It just uh, we couldn't do it obviously. So mm-hmm. uh, and then just injuries, but that Wales squad always gets injuries. Like twenty fifteen. Injuries everywhere, but I, I, I'm kind of over it now. Just disappointing, but uh, yeah, proud. But how did Turkey on? Mate, I'm, basically, mate, our team's in the third tier rugby. Apparently, I didn't even know this. I didn't even know we had a rugby team. Mate. You did beat Estonia, though, mate. It's a big result. Uh, wait, the thing is, yeah, have you played? Have you beat? Come back to me when you play when you beat Estonia or Slovakia. So I don't, I don't think a lot of Wales or England have actually played them. No, yeah, exactly, mate. Come back to me. You have played them. <laughs> what no, What mate. I would like to see is like a European. Like every four years, like the Euros in football, you'd mm-hmm. have obviously 
top six six nations, then six from the second tier like Georgia, Romania, Russia, who can cause an upset like mm-hmm. Georgia. Definitely could at this point. Uh, Scotland and Italy were probably struggling against them. But uh, and then like whoever in that third tier finishes top four gets brought up. You have a sixteen four four groups of four. It's only like five. Be good to see. Um, don't think it will happen to be honest. We, I think like. There's a lot of talk about uh, they want Japan and Fiji to join mm-hmm. uh, Argentina, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia to make like a seven hemisphere Six Nations. Well, Japan's not the seven hemisphere. So there's a big talk of like helping out the Pacific Islanders, but like those teams, I think it is very harsh that it is like a closed boys group where uh, definitely you can't like they haven't got the opportunities to play like it pretty much is England. Well, it used to be until recently England did all its old colonies just playing against each other in France Jordan but uh, I think to grow the game but that, that like rugby needs to be careful it's good like we finally saw a new team in the uh, knockouts in Japan but if, if you consider there's only ever been five different finalists mm-hmm. and those are the big five barring Wales lovely but uh, interesting to see but I think this has been a good tournament. Uh, the final is going to be awful. He's so salty, <laughs> Salty? I can sense a little bit, so, a little bit, just a little so bit of salt. Salty, <laughs> Gaffer. Well, if you, you listen to all the English, they've already won it this week. So to win back-to-back World Cups, I, I just think week. I just think Jack should be proud of the country that's you know raised him. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the game's face, mate. Can't see it, but <laughs> no. Oh, no, it should be a good final. Um, uh, I'm f- pretty confident England will do it. Um, but we shall see. A final's a final. Anything can happen. Revenge for 2007, I'm hoping. To be fair, I think the, well, the reason why the Wales-South African game is so tight is because they both play a real physical, traditional mm. style of rugby. And I think that is exactly what England struggle with. Like, as soon as you slow them down... True, but the first team to beat New Zealand in 12 years at a World Cup is... You, yeah, but that's not you can't just throw that away like, oh, yeah, but they were lucky. Like, I, I That's an unbelievable that. result that. by the English, Jack. I didn't say that, though. We are, this is the best team probably I've seen in my lifetime, English rugby team. <laughs> He's gone silent, mate. <laughs> you were alive for the World Cup winners. I, obviously, 03, we won the World Cup. I was four years old. So to remember exactly, kind of, you know. I just, um, I just think that no matter who got out of that semi-final, Wales versus South Africa would have done better than New Zealand because with New Zealand... Really? Just because it, with New Zealand, it, like as you proved early on, if you can stifle them early on mm. with a physical game, you're fine. But Wales and South Africa, because they're used to that physical, attritional game where you try to slow the ball down, it doesn't really affect them. It plays into their hands. Mm-hmm. Like You have to then, then go try and be risky and play loads of offloads really attacking rugby but then again Wales and South Africa quite happy to sit back and counter that mm-hmm. so it'll be a good game I don't think it'll be as high scoring as no no it won't be high scoring finals never usually it's obviously quite nervy at the start um, we'll see hoping for an English win alright if we're gonna now move on to a topic where I won't cry we can bring Burke into it <laughs> come on <laughs> yep go on what, what, what's the topic then football I believe football yeah. pretty pretty Broad subject. What about football, mate? Beautiful game. Uh, had a had a fella go on. I think they fumped some Turkish semi pro. Was it Kalanyaspor? Kalanyaspor. Mate, cultured. Look at you. Yeah, no, yeah, you mate. know what happened at uni today? Yeah. So I was showing um, Connor Connor Faraday and Luke. Yeah, the um, 
of the game. And we scored a really good goal here. And as soon as it went in, you know Vedat Muric's goal? Vedat Muric, I know him well. The fire alarm went off. In the stadium? No, in, in at uni. Oh, right. <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> I thought, wow. <laughs> no, it was that good and the fire alarm went off at uni. We had to work, mate. Crazy. Yeah, mate. What about to see you in the league now? Uh, second. Two points off, I think. Off who? Alanya Spod. Alanya Spod. They beat you, didn't they? A couple mate, weeks I ago. Think, I think the Turkish League this season, right? I think for the past two, three seasons, it's been like all of like, the small teams have started to come up. You know, that like... In a, like every game, you wouldn't like know who's gonna win. Like even if we're playing, like we could just get beat. You d- you don't know. So yeah, mm. like it's, it is started to pick up. Like be a like, competitive league. Not like obviously you're gonna. Other teams are challenging for the title as well now. So other than Fenerbahce or Galatasaray, basically, other teams are challenging for it now. So it's good. It's getting good. I think uh, the other big talking point. It was obviously the Southampton Leicester game. Nine nil is crazy. Oh man, mental! You see, the Southampton uh, players donated their wages to charity. To charity mm-hmm. this I week, and they trained the day after uh, all weekend. Apparently, really. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know. Like uh, sometimes, the players donate their wages to pay for the tickets for fans. Yeah, it was something like that. Some kind of you know, but I mean, nine nil at home is just—it's not ideal at all, is it? Totally, man. You don't want to say that. How was Leeds this weekend, Jack? Who'd uh, they play? Uh, Sheffield Wednesday away. Uh, nil-nil. Both goalkeepers had really good games, but Sheffield Wednesday, I think I think they were third at the time or fourth. Where are you now? Third. Third. It's very so tight at the top of the we, championship. We, in the past week on Tuesday, we played second away from home. Got got a point. Sheffield Wednesday, they're, they're fifth now. But uh, Swansea won, so they would have dropped points. But it's a very tight championship table. It's always tight, mate. Always tight. Uh, speaking of tight, United just scraped over a win. Scraped? Norwich. Dodgy I wouldn't put, call that a scraped win, mate. They are definitely not scraped. Not, no. Three, three nil up and, and with two missed penalties. Yeah, no, it's not, it's scraped, not scraped, mate. Come on. It's a very dodgy penalty decision. Well, we missed both of them, so you can't really say anything about the penalties, mate. No, to be honest, mate, uh, it was a much better performance. McTominay, again, showing his, his class in midfield without Pogba. Um, obviously, it's Norwich, but then they did beat Manchester City at home. So, they've got a bit of class about them. We're, we're playing better after that Liverpool game, showing a bit more promise. Two away wins on the bounce now. Not getting over overexcited because it is Norwich. Um, but up, up to seventh um, from, like, 14th in a week. We'll see, mate. We've got uh, Chelsea away in the League Cup. Uh, that'll be a tough test. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling more positive about United after this weekend. Well, would you question you? You know, you know, Graham Souness. He keeps on slamming Pogba. Yeah, yeah. What do you? What, what's your take on that? Well, I have certain views on Graham Souness, which I won't air on the podcast. Oh, I, um, I don't like that because uh, I'm not going to get done for slander. Like he's always. He does have an agenda, um, <clears throat> and it's very clear to see on Sky because they have vast range of pundits mainly United and Liverpool and you have the other pundits who you would say Liverpool fans nowhere near as kind of um, decisive divisive divisive Mm. in what they say about some players Um, and a lot of what he says just comes across as kind of crazy Um, I don't know why Uh, I don't really rate him as a pundit he was a rubbish manager wherever he went Uh, he doesn't really have much to back him up and he gives all these kind of strong opinions like he's Got some kind of expert opinion in it. I much prefer when you hear people like Jose Mourinho mm, um, been on like, Sky. Yeah. It produces really good analysis. 
he's and I mean he's been right at the top. Yeah, he's been at United. Um, also. At United, obviously yeah. failed, but he's man enough to go on there and kind oh, of, of course, yeah, speak yeah. about United and not kind of be salty about it, which I thought he might have been, to yeah. be honest. Um, but yeah, Graham Souness is a funny one, mate. Let's talk about one of my favourite topics at the moment for the past couple of months. Couple of months? I don't know how long it's been out. What, like last ten years? Last no, nah. mate. KSI versus Logan Paul, mm-hmm. the rematch number two, it's November on. 9th, Staples Centre. What do you think about that then? I'm really excited, mate. Are you really excited? I'm really, I'm really, really excited. It's two not, weeks, wait, mate. Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Away, um, they're both training hard, looking in good shape. Mm. KSI is obviously out in uh, Vegas. Yeah, he's Vegas with at the Mayweather, Mayweather gym. Jeff Mayweather, yeah. Uh, Logan's obviously got the uh, Let's Go Champ, Let's Shannon Preeks. Oh, mate. Um, but yeah, trip. yeah, bro. Who, what's your thoughts on it? What about you, Jack? Would you go on, Jack? As, as a person that um, doesn't really give a shit, that doesn't really give a shit about YouTube boxing. But they're both professionals now as well. No head guards, ten ounces. Go on, Jack. They're not professional yet. Like no, they, they are professional no, they, they've, they've got professional contracts. A professional fight, starring like uh, uh, they've got their professional yeah. um, Billy Joe losses. Saunders on the undercard, David Haney, Haney on the card. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive what they've managed to do. Don't mm. get me wrong, but uh, what? Just, just a bit childish, really, isn't it? Really? What do you mean, childish? Just, no, just but the, the thing is, I'd, I'd, I'd agree if you like, if they weren't training properly. Not, not that aspect's not childish. That's impressive. Even the first fight was impressive. The yeah. commitment, but just the whole media hype around it. It's clever, I'd say. It's I'd clever, say it's but it's just very synthetic. It's very not organic. It's not been. It's not an actual like boxing. It sells itself. Rather, this they've had to build it up, but they've had to force it. It feels very forced. I'd say no. I'd say I wouldn't say forced um, mm. to the audience that already were going to watch it. Yeah, uh, Eddie's tried a to very force young audience. Eddie's tried to. I mean, we're not young. Yeah, we're not that's what's weird. <laughs> no, but the thing is, no, but I, but we've been fans. Not deep in it, but we've been like fans yeah. of KSI for like. What like, well since he was like okay, below like hundred k subscribers. It's, yeah. No, the thing is, it's bringing uh, what that well with the fans in. That, that's the whole point, trying to bring new audience into boxing. You know, so that, that, that's, that's Eddie's what, just very smart. Eddie, I think Eddie's very smart of what he's done. What he's but done Eddie now. wasn't the first. Was he involved in the first fight? No, no. no, no. So he didn't. He, he didn't like the first. He didn't fight. want to like the first fight. <laughs> he as he fight, like, as he famously says on a, a no context. Text, yeah. text, I didn't want to like the first fight. But I saw 1.5 million pay-per-view buyers. <laughs> and I, and like, I couldn't ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so um, they're fighting. But yeah, how do you, what, how do you think it's going to go, Sam? Go on. Or Jack? So I'll, I'll tell you two different things. All right, go on. Okay. Boxing expert over here, like, honestly. If you're looking at it okay. from a neutral perspective mm-hmm. and from a boxing perspective, you look at the two men... Uh, You'd go with Logan Paul, wouldn't you? You'd see the, the shape he's in. Uh, he's the bigger man. He's got mm. the background in wrestling, in martial art, mixed martial arts. Yeah, he's a wrestler. Um, it, it's high school in America. Yeah. Um, and then you look at KSI, who until about maybe a year or two ago, really didn't do much sporting activities, wasn't an athlete. Mm-hmm. So on that balance, you go Logan Paul all day long. Professional yeah. fight, 10-ounce gloves, no head guards. He's knocking him out. Yeah. But then you look at the last fight, and you look at, the way Logan Paul came out first two rounds, that jab was in, looked bro. invincible. To be honest with you, we thought this is over. But after that, he gassed off to just two short rounds, mm. and for the rest of the fight, KSI was all over him. Really, 
Definitely. Um, and then you look. That was what August twenty fifth, two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So we were a year and about three months after mm. that. Do you see Logan Paul being vastly better than he was anyway? Because he was already an athlete. Or like, do you see the way KSI is a whole other year under Vidal Riley? Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Training. Right. Although at times wasn't training hard as he could have been. Yeah, Logan Paul has been, but he he always he says he said before the first fight he always trains. That's what he is. He's a he's an athlete. Um, so my head, if I was going with my head, mm. I would say Logan Paul wins in the first three rounds. Mm. My heart obviously wants JJ to win. He's hot. He's invested emotionally into. I'm a KSI fan. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a British fan. Yeah, obviously, Watford. he's from Watford, Watford from my ends, local boy. Always got to support the locals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll tell you about basically in in a short statement. I see Logan Paul. If he wins this fight, it will be in the first or second round. Yeah, he is so big, looking so big. Right, he will gas. Oh, one hundred percent, he's gonna gas. Definitely. And he's he's a. Uh, hmm? Definitely. What, yeah, obviously, yeah. what do I mean? What do I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you mean? And his his team yeah. around him, Shannon Briggs, mate. I mean, <laughs> do you think um, Shannon could like? I don't know if this is the right word to use, implement like his knowledge, like implant his knowledge into Logan. Because obviously he used to be the heavyweight champion but, in the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you think that experience... But is he a good re- coach? You've got plenty of world-class football players, for example, that go mm. into coaching yeah. and they, they, they can't do it. Because it's the same with boxing. Mm-hmm. You could have a world-class heavyweight boxer, tries to become a coach and it just doesn't, doesn't work. We'll have to see. I just believe that JJ's team is much more rounded. Look, he's obviously with the Mayweather, Jeff Mayweather. Jeff Mayweather. He's still in the game, active now as a coach. Yeah, he is. Right. He's at the like, kind of his peak of his abilities as a coach. Mm. Vidal obviously did really well the first fight, yeah. uh, coaching him. I don't know if it goes past two, three rounds. I think it's KSI's hundred percent. I just think his cardio will be so much better. Uh, Logan will gas, and with those ten ounce gloves and no head guards. But he will knock him out. Bruma ha- well, well Bruma has it. So you know in his open media workout, he apparently he, he gassed out just from shadow boxing. Mm. He he's too big. He's it's too a bit big. like uh AJ, AJ. was. No. Obviously AJ is levels above Logan Paul yeah. in terms of boxing ability. So if you take away that boxing ability and you're still bulking to that standard, mm. you're gonna gas so easily. Logan also said in his recent interview on Sky that he is going to become the heavyweight champion of the world one day. Oh, I mean, he's just a little <laughs> isn't he? stupid little prick. Um, <laughs> honestly. No, but I do, I, I, yeah, I, I do agree with you, mate. I definitely do agree with you. I think um, appearance... I just called be, him a stupid little prick. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stay in, surely. Nah, um, nah um, looks, can, look, looks can be deceiving. Um, but yeah, 100% agree with you, mate. I think It reminds me a little bit of the Joe Weller fight yeah. when KSI showed basically nothing... Mm. Of what he was looking like, how he was training, yeah. and then released that uh, his his new song about a week before the fight, mm. and showed his new physique and everything, and everyone was yeah. like, "Wow, wow, look at this!" I feel it might be similar with Logan. Everyone's doubting him, thinking, "Oh, he's not trained, he's not trained." And then the week before the fight, bam, mm. here he is, ready. But it's obviously a very big close fight. Um, and do you think also like this? This is I think this is important. Like obviously KSI after the fight, he took this whole like he went on tour. He did this, he did that. He's got his like all stuff with the sidemen as well, and he was bulking, right? Do you think like obviously he lost his like, physique from the first fight? But remember, boxing but, isn't all yeah, about physique. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. But like, where I'm getting, I'm not 
what I'm getting with. If you okay, uh, okay, so, okay. What I'm getting with there is, do you think all of that was just like him bulking? Was that all sh- sh- strategic leading up to the second fight? Do you think he he did all of this on purpose? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not sure because I don't think this fight was actually. But he confirmed said. Into but the thing is, he. Because I, I was what. I was watching KSI actually said all of this like it was all planned. He said it was all planned. This, so it, it, everything he's been doing like he, it's all sh- 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 I can't even say the word, but strategic. Mm-hmm. Everything was strategic leading on to this. I don't know, mate. Um, you stumped me with that one. Really? See? Yeah. yeah. Jack, you, mate. What do you think, Jack? What Jack, think? what do you think? Look, looking at both. Have you have you followed this at all? <laughs> yes, because I've been around you for the past year. No, but the thing is, bruv, <laughs> the thing is, like, obviously, look at, like, oh, you don't, you don't really follow boxing, do you? I do. Okay, but okay, looking, looking from an outsider's point of view, right? Looking at both men, who would you say would win? Looking from like, just looking at both men. Probably Logan Paul. Yeah. But can I caveat that with AJ Ruiz, mate? Yeah. Because you could, obviously, JJ is not as tubby as Ruiz. <laughs> so. Eddie Hearn, mate. Every, he mate. will come in with a with a six pack. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. He will look good. He, not as big as Logan, but a- AJ, massive, almost a kind of bodybuilder physique yeah. against Ruiz, and yet Ruiz beat him. Yeah. It all depends on where KSI's boxing ability at, is at now for me. But bro, if if it's if it, yeah, yeah, I think if KSI's clever and in the first two rounds stays out of Logan's range. He's mm. clever enough to do that. Doesn't let him get near him. Just bobs, uh, bobs, weaves, runs around that ring. Maybe even just says, right, I'm going to lose the first two rounds on points. Mm. I'm going to take that. Because he knows if he gets to the third, fourth round, fifth round, mm. Logan will be, he will gas. Uh, he's shown that he will gas before. He will gas again. But the one also as well, yeah. Like, because he's not changed his physique. He's yeah. got even bigger. But the thing is, if KSI eats Logan's jabs, with, like, it's, it's a different, complete different game without the mm. head guards. Do you know what I mean? That's what if I'm saying. He needs he, to if he's gonna eat, be more if, clever. That's what I'm saying. So if if he eats them jabs with without headguards, like that is very dangerous, bro. Because without headguards, it's a different game, man. Of course, a different game. Um, we shall see, mate. It will be a good night. Yeah, no, it'll be a really, really good fight. Um, I think very clever by Eddie Herm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, getting a new audience into boxing and all the people that like criticizing it, saying. Oh, they're not real boxers. Um, well, they are p- now. Like, do you know what I mean? They are professionals. They're treating it like professionals. They train like professionals. So I think that's where you got to give them the respect as well. Absolutely. I mean? yeah. You know, what I mean, if they're doing this properly, which they are, which you can see from. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you think of this episode so far, <laughs> of the Waffcast? It has been pure waffle, to be honest. That's the whole point. Does what he says on the tin, bro. That's on the t- see, we deliver what's on the tin, so. Well, it feels like we're a road rat convention, to be honest. Raw. Raw. Raw, indeed, man. my guy. Raw. <laughs> uh, what have you been getting up to recently, Jack? <laughs> yeah, well, talk us through talk um, a, yeah, yeah, any interesting events happening in your yeah, life? Go on. Uh, just spent two weeks at the Echo. It was quite, quite, quite nice. Quite oh, fun. Yeah. Which Echo for our listeners? The, the Bournemouth Echo. Bournemouth Echo. Bournemouth Echo, mate. Uh, Obviously, everyone already knows, but I've been writing for them for three years. So mm. uh, What? For three years? Yeah. Didn't know that, mate. Didn't never mention that. I've never mentioned that, have I? Never come up with a conversation? No. 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 I, don't, I don't think my ego is big enough to, like, no, brag you about don't it. have an ego. Don't have an ego, bro, no, at all. Yeah, they actually let me in the office once. It's quite nice. Right. Uh, man got let in the office. Yeah. 
wrote around like a hundred articles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can talk about. You you want to talk about this as well? Oh, cool. Kanye's new album. Now, the other day in the car, me and Jack Jack put it on. We listened to a few songs. I I then went home and I've listened to the full album. Oh, that surprises me. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I wanted to listen through it, <laughs> and it is fucking dreadful. It, it, it is. I'm sorry. It is dreadful. It's his weakest album to date. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of when he released The Life of Pablo. And, um, Let me see, I like The Life of Pablo. There's some tunes on that. Some I still listen to however, a few songs from that. If you, I'm not sure if you remember when he first released it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After no, a no, year no. after, he kept on changing things to the album. Uh, this was rushed. Uh, the production on it as well, it just didn't sound... Yeah, it, it needs to go back and be mixed again. But to be honest, it was delayed release from a midnight release to like, f- like 4am, 5am... Because he was still mixing songs, and like mixing isn't the last stage. You have to mix a song and then master it. So I don't think it's been properly mastered or mixed properly. There's some. I was really excited by the concept because some of my favorite Kanye songs is when he samples. Like, I'm not sure if you ever heard "Jesus Walks" is one of his most famous songs from his first few albums. It's got this like really cool like beat uh, and like choir singers in it, but it's still a rap song. Uh, there's like glimpses of it like one of the best songs on the album comes right at the end is uh, Jesus is Lord sounds really good feel like you're going to get into it it's like a minute long just like 49 seconds long it just cuts there's so much like wasted potential that he could have done with uh, do you remember last year he released uh, Lift Yourself which was the one that had like the lyrics Poop to Scoop <laughs> basically it was part of his beef with Drake where he yeah. he gave this track <laughs> to Drake like, I like, had proper lyrics and stuff. Like, mm. the sample beforehand, like, the lift yourself was really cool. And, like, right when he gets to the breakdown, like, for a Kanye rap, basically it's going to be a Drake song, but they had beef. So Kanye took the track and just put nonsense lyrics on it and released it for free just to, like, wind him up. Uh, I was expecting something like that. Something like that, with, like, beats like that, and, like, sampling like that. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? Like, context, heard go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, people, stuff, when people say stuff like that, oh mate. When you hear people like, like that, that, say things like that. When you hear people like that, put beats like that on a track. <laughs> what does it do to you, Gaffer? It makes my ears. It's tingle. <laughs> it's tingle, mate. It's tingle. But like, there was, there was promise to it. I, was, I mean, I, I just miss the old Kanye. Oh. What is the old Kanye, though? What is the old Kanye to you, bro? Just, I don't know. Just songs like All of the Lights, Power. Oh, Stronger, <laughs> just hard bangers. From so, Kanye. just my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, literally one album. Famous, Fly for Pablo, Fade, Ultra Light Beam. <laughs> See, that's quite. I'll stretch my hands. That's quite. Those two are quite like those. What songs that I expected to be yeah, on this yeah. album? No, they're similar to the kind of vibe that you thought he was going with, but they're just different levels in terms of yeah. just everything. I about. feel like there's no swearing on the album at all. Not that you need, you don't need, it's not, you know. But you know, but like, it's, I think he limited himself, like, he... Also, just the way he raps, when he raps on on tracks, it just doesn't sound the same. You know, like, the way, like, for example, on, um, uh, with the song with Jay-Z, which I can't. Oh, uh, Our Friends in Paris, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, just some of the way he's flow, the way he kind of manipulates his voice. Um, you know, it's like at the mall. Doesn't he? Doesn't kind of? I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah just, what are you all about? Chick Fil A. <laughs> no, it's just jarring. I listened to that album, and the first thing that came to my mind is this is jarring. 
Wait, give us a little sing. Go on. Of what? Just anything. Go on. You, sing, you started singing a minute ago. No, I was at the mall. Like the, the way yeah, he used to going, kind of like explore the way he would rap on tracks yeah. was so refreshing and nobody else was really doing it. And now it's just classic auto-tune shit. That yeah, it wasn't even know. auto-tune though. Like on this album, it, it sounded it to me. No. Oh, yeah, I think right. like, like there was the annoying thing as well with that is there was a few songs where I'd kind of be like, okay, where's this going? And then, as you said, like that, like it would just finish mm. really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Or Kanye would come in and tell us if you ruined the song. And like, <sighs> because the, the most bizarre thing is, like, he, he obviously he's bipolar and he has like manic episodes. Mm-hmm. Last summer he produced like five or six albums. And like the production on those was insane. Like, uh, Pusha T's album, uh, Daytona, was brilliant. Uh, there was a girl's album that I can't remember. Then he released w- one of his own. And it was stripped back. It wasn't like, there was hardly any bangers on it, but it was like a real good album. Production on it was top notch. And then Kid Sees Ghosts, which is one of my favourite albums of the decade because it's so like abstract. But again, the pr- production was perfect. The production on this just feels so lacking. And like, when Kanye like got his big break as a producer, mm-hmm. you think that's the one thing we'll always have, but it's it's not atrocious, but it's just, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm. I'll put money on it that it will come back and edit it because apparently it's already been edited already. Mm. Uh, so they come back and change things. But I, I do believe that it's probably his weakest effort so far, which is a shame because I think what also didn't help is that obviously it should have come out last year. Completely different name, completely different style. That got complete. That all got leaked. So like people had expectations. And then, like, they got given this. So, like, all the hype, all the expectations didn't really add up, which is mm. a shame. It's World Chocolate Day, boys. What's our favourite Chocky Buzz? <laughs> chocky Buzz. Um, yeah, what are you saying? Bruv, Ferrero Rocher's, bruv. Like, Ferrero Rocher, you know. Not a chocolate bar, but... <laughs> <laughs> is it chocolate, bruv? Good from Burke. Is it chocolate? <laughs> it's chocolate bar. It's a chocolate bar, Is it, is fair, it National bruv. Chocolate Day? Bruv, I don't care. Most of the Ferrero Rocher isn't chocolate, though. The, most of the taste is, like, hazelnut. Here we go. Uh, I'd probably go with a Double Decker, mate. Snickers. Nah, <laughs> not for me. Snickers, mate. I'm not about those nuts. Mate, Snickers, mate. <laughs> Snickers. I'm not about those nuts. Really? Snickers, you mate. like a Snickers? I've, never, I've never seen you eat a Snickers in your life, bro. <laughs> You're such a little... <laughs> oh, mean? yeah, I love Snickers, mate. mate. I, honestly, I love anything with nuts in. Like, that's yeah, what I bet you do. I yeah. bet you bloody do. Okay, Jago. <laughs> uh, you know the kind of like arrow with the vanilla, vanilla inside? Vanilla arrow? What? It's like arrow with like creamy white... That sounds awful. <laughs> creamy white stuff so, inside. So Burke, yeah, enjoy that, boys. Burke wants nuts and you want the creamy white stuff. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, it's 2019. Is that a problem? Yeah. Um, I, I know the arrows with like, the green stuff in No, it. you know the one I got, like, I got from Lidl? Like, the, like, <laughs> Mint, that's the one. You can get a B-Tech version from Lidl. I don't usually shop at Lidl, but uh, <laughs> at certain occasions... Where I'm, do you I shop do. at, Sam? Go on. Huh? Where do you shop at? I usually do my shops at Waitrose, mate. <laughs> oh, someone's got money, mate. Look at him. What can I say? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Jack, where do you do your shopping, mate? Uh, Tesco. Oh, he loves it. Let's all go to Tesco's where Gaffer buys his best clothes. No, 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 no. Hey! Gaffer, Iron Appa, 2000. I was, I was thinking about that. I was yeah. about to say, Iron Appa, or what, what, what's like, he's like, to me, our beef is like the big one, as in like, that's where. Yeah, it is, it's quite pricey if you want to go somewhere decent. Yeah. I've got like a beef at Rocks, it's a bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm keen though. Like, yeah. I, I'd like to go beefer to be honest. Did either of you go when you graduated school or? Nah. Oh no, I, 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 I've never went on a lads' holiday. No. 
Liverpool terrible. Yeah, What's our favourite Eddie Hearn quote, boys? No context on. Um, oh, go on then. Probably that one. I think why just because it's been personalised to me slightly. Maybe a little bit tubby. <laughs> maybe a bit of a toss, but oh my God, does he put on a show? Mine has to be the... Uh, the uh... <laughs> Good evening, everybody. My name is Edward John Hearn. This That's been... been the first episode of... What's Five percent of this one. Oh, on, I carried the last half an hour. Oh, <laughs> um, my back hurts, boys. It's, yeah, it's been the first episode of Woffcast with... Um... <laughs> with... Um... Gaffer. With Gaffer. And me, Burke. And me, Samuel. Um, thank you very much for listening. You sure you follow our social media page at Wolfcast? Follow our um, follow our main accounts on Twitter as well. I put some fucking great content on my Twitter. Hey, yeah, yeah clown faces and eye roll emojis. <laughs> oh, he's done me dirty there. <laughs> done me dirty there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cheers for listening. Bye-bye. Love you.